Good morning, screeders. I have a question for you today. What is it with this procrastination thing? I don't know about you guys, but I have so many things that I'm working on, that I need to be doing, that I should be doing, and that really I could be doing, but I'm not. Why is that? Why why do we push off things that we should be doing, could be doing, and things that would be helping us, but we don't do them? I don't know. If anyone has an idea why that might be, is it the motivation? What is it? I don't know. I do know that today is Tuesday, <laughs> September 25th, 2018. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screen. Hey, Jason. Tim Shorts, Gothridge Manor. Uh, the Playing with the d- dynamic lighting, well, you know how good I am at running D20, which is not very good. I can screw it up in ways people can't figure out. But uh, last night when I was running a game, what I've been doing is I've just been using a party pog. I, I have been using a map, so they kind of get the general layout. And then I'll kind of use, uh, sometimes I'll use monster um, pogs to, to put on the map, so they kind of get a gist of the layout. And then, but since there's like 10, total of 10 or more folks in the party, I don't want them dicking around with pushing pogs around either. So we just kind of do theater of their mind with a pog for doing the movement around the place, but when it comes to combat, theater of the mind. So, all right, guys, take care. Holy cow, Tim, at Gothridge Manor. That was a lot of pog talk. I don't know how many times you just said pog, but I really, oh, I really wanted to uh, count. <laughs> that was a lot but anyway I totally hear what you're saying man my dynamic lighting used to be on top of it but recently the last couple of weeks of doing the stream which I haven't done for two weeks so holy cow it's already been a month I was having issues with it but uh, I might have figured it out I watched some uh, YouTube videos Uh, they kind of changed the way they were doing it and now I have some ideas on how I would fix that so I don't really think that random screed is the place to go into all that, but uh, I use the party pog as well. Uh, and then if an encounter breaks out, the group is already set up in their marching order, and then I just paste it into the room, and that's where they are. Um, or sometimes if people start to say, hey, we'll split up and search the room, I'll say, all right, well, why don't you guys just put your tokens i say tokens not pog i don't know why i never really got into the whole pog scene that burst in what the 90s was that the 90s so if you say pog then you must have been like a pog collector or something i'm thinking but anyway man thanks for calling in and i hope you don't mind a little mild ribbing hey hobbs this is ray otis i just wanted to call in and say thank you for talking about your depression on the air Um, Depression is a sinkhole, man, and it can open up under anyone at any time. That's something I know. Um, May not even be something that's happened to you or something that you've done that put you in the hole. I know mine's just stupid middle-aged body chemistry. I'm on some medication now that helps, but, you know, I like your mantra that depression lies because it does. It's a real sabotage. 
the advice you get from people, it's all good. Sleep more, practice gratitude, exercise. But the thing is, um, I find that depression actively works against you doing all that stuff. And frankly, most of the advice I get from people, I find irritating, even when I know they're 100% right. So I feel you. Just keep remembering that depression lies. And I wanted to say thanks for Random Screed and Hobbs and Friends. There's a big bunch of us that love listening to you. So don't let the voices of haters be the only ones that you hear. Thank you from the wonderful incredible ray otis of plunderground zine and anchor cast i really appreciate the call in and um i have to agree with you i've been falling into the sinkhole of depression my whole life on and off uh back in the day i fought it by uh self-medication the therapist calls it so drinking or whatever to forget about the lies and just living in the moment has always been something that I did and now it's it's better because I have the understanding and the reliability of friends and loved ones even all the support from I don't know if I should say fans or whatever the people who listen to things like Random Screed and Hobbs and Friends or read my products or buy them or whatever those are all things that I can hold on to that support me when I'm feeling bad or when the darkest thoughts come and you wonder who would even care or whatever you know I didn't write a letter because I didn't have anybody to write to well I don't have that because I have thousands of people to write to and talk to and feel like I have value for and that is uh, immeasurable so as always buddy thanks for calling in Uh, you do good work and you're a great guy and much appreciated. So thank you, Ray. Hey, Jason, Ron Blessing here. Uh, I used to do a podcast years ago called The Game's a Thing, and I've done a lot of podcasts since then, but um, haven't done it in a while. And I just want to let you know that you inspired me to uh, pick up the mantle again. So now I'm doing Gamer the Blathering here on uh, on Anchor. So uh, of course, it's going to go to other podcast uh, catchers and all that. But Uh, I figured I'd let you know that you were my inspiration, and uh, I love what you're doing. Keep up the awesome work. I love Random Screed. I love Hobbs and Friends. I'm sorry you had all the craziness happen with that. Uh, I can identify with uh, making tough decisions despite, you know, whatever way you lean, and um, I think you've handled it quite well, and I think you're going to find out that you and I really do have a ton in common. Anyway... Take care, my friend, and I'll keep listening. And like he said, that was Ron Blessing, and he has a new anchor cast called uh, Gamer the Blathering. So I had heard of Ron quite some time ago when he used to do uh, some of, one of his other podcasts for Savage Worlds, and you should check out his anchor cast as he talks about his history in podcasting. And it's uh, pretty extensive, honestly. They have been doing it for a long time and uh, were quite successful. Anybody who is... Uh, got a co-host known as christian sexy voice siriano then uh you know must be a sweet dude so ron thanks for the props man thanks for listening and as always thanks for calling in hi jason it's colin just um calling in regarding breathing life into a flagging or jaded campaign a change is as good as a rest i reckon 
perhaps swap out the the uh, the characters, put some everybody generates some new characters. They have a chance to play something they're not normally playing. Possibly play it with a, a different rule system just to bring some more changes and keep your main campaign story going and your plot uh, your plots going. But just run this three or four sessions to one side with maybe perhaps a little a more light-hearted mood or you know maybe even get the guys to, uh, your PCs to play monsters or something a bit quirky just to just to kind of snap them out of their old routines anyway uh tricky one catch you later hi jason it's colin spike pit with a little uh quote from jack vance that i thought yourself and your your listeners might enjoy it's only short a man's normal state is something near madness he is at all times balanced on a knife edge between hysteria and apathy. His senses tell him far less of the world than he thinks they do. It is a simple trick to deceive a man, to possess him with a demon, to drive him out of his mind, to kill him. So yeah, Jack Vance in Phantasms and Magics. It's the first Vance I've ever read and I was really impressed with that observation. I thought it was keenly observed anyway keep up the good work um it was good to have a random screed the other night it's like you say it's been a while and yeah i hope the back's on the men jason and all the best mate take it easy hi jason it's colin uh, i've got a little thought for the day recently i uh, got a little bit of bad news a friend of the family died quite suddenly and um it's worth noting, I think, that this, this gentleman, his name was Uli, he never had a bad word to say about anybody. And he always had a smile on his face. And, you know, since he's passed away, quite a few people have had things to say. And everything that you ever hear said about a man is positive. So, all I would say is, in the days of social media that we, we find ourselves in, it is worth considering the likes of Uli and their, their attitude to other people. Uh, never a bad word to say. That's it, mate. Hope you're well. Catch you later. All right. So there you have it. One of those messages was not like the others from Colin Green, at a.k.a. Spike Pit, our Fed's brother. <laughs> um, but they were all good one of the messages was new and the other two I had laying around for a while and I'm pretty sure I've posted them but it doesn't matter because they are uh, very powerful and meaningful words that Colin graced us with through calling into random screed and um, I thought I would play those again for you guys and let you think about it I mean I see people going at each other online and uh it's dumb people don't like something and then they just kind of lambast somebody i've done it myself and it never really does any good so let's try and be like ollie and be the guy who is uh doesn't really have a bad word for other people let other people realize their own mistakes they're the ones that have to answer for them in the end they're going to treat themselves way more harshly than anyone else ever is once they realize what it is they've been doing so anyway there's a cool quote 
and uh, some good advice and uh, some good life knowledge from Colin Green. Thank you very much, Colin. So, yeah, man, I don't have the Morse code sound anymore to start the uh, mental health status report. But uh, maybe I'll use the vinyl couch. When something's called the vinyl couch, what does that put in your mind? In my mind, it's one of two things. And it all hinges on whether the vinyl couch has plastic on it or not. What do you guys think? Vinyl couch. Anyway, let's move past that. <laughs> Shall we? All right, so I've been down, guys. It's, I mean, I have cyclic bipolar disorder, but I don't know if it's the change. My wife says I always get kind of like this as it gets closer to October and my birthday. I don't know why. I don't know if there's a history of disappointment in that or bad times or what, but it's up and down. And when I look at how my life is, yeah, there's a lot of stressors that are there, but we're actually kicking their ass mostly, you know. I'm doing way better at work. I'm taking classes to help our finances. I'm being successful in networking and uh, getting stuff done and working through things. And, I mean, that's a lot of stuff to rejoice for. I mean, I before I've had weeks on end that it would barely impossible to even get out of bed or... When I did get out of bed, it was some kind of self-destructive behavior just because I didn't really like the way things were. I, I subconsciously destructed and made them more difficult than they needed to be. So that's a really a great leap forward for me. And if you suffer from some things similarly and can think about the things that are good in your life to counterpoint the things that are bad, and then maybe you'll realize that life isn't as bad as you think it is. <laughs> One of my buddies always used to tell me, if you feel like you're up to your neck in shit, make sure that you're not standing on your head. <laughs> Which is dumb as shit, but also pretty funny, actually. Kind of interesting way to think about it. Um, I often say that, you know, perception is reality, and our perspective changes even if nothing else changes and we feel better. So, I don't know. There's a bit of advice for you. At long last, I did it last night, people. Screeters, we got a play test of Relentless finished. So when I say we play tested Relentless, mostly all we did is talked about Relentless and actually played Mothership. Um, I had tried to do the play test last week, but I kind of worked a little late, got tired, and then I panic attacked and just, I don't know, I just wasn't ready to do it and be with other people and show them how ignorant I was of what I was trying to do. So I got a couple people last night. Thank you to Gabriel Perez uh, Gachardi, my man from Uruguay, Spain. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for playing. And uh, the mysterious Cody M., he uh, stepped out of uh, the fog of Mysterium and uh, joined Gabriel, and they each had two characters. And I went over what the domain turn of Relentless would be like, but instead of it being a turn, I just decided what it was. I don't have all the random tables figured out, and the domain genship character sheet is not finished. But um, 
I kind of explain what was going on, and then I put a problem in front of them and an anomaly for them to explore, which is how I kind of see uh, the loop of um, Relentless going. Um, the GM will use a domain turn, and that'll help them figure out what a situation is or what a problem is and what an anomaly will be. So every session, there'll be like a, uh, a situation or an event that's happening on the gen ship, and then there will be an anomaly to deal with of one sort or another. Now, they could both be the same thing, but more often than not, they'll probably be different things. Like, this is what's going on on the gen ship, so we have this to explore or possibly to help solve the problem that we're having. I think that's a common thing in... Um, sci-fi in general like star trek or whatever you know they have all their stuff going on and uh those would be episodic and relentless is going to feel episodic in many ways except the fact that there is a domain character sheet and so when you do your the rpg session or the anomaly session part of the session which is basically at right now using um tweaked mothership rules uh you are going to affect change to the gen ship, which will then make it not so, it isn't so episodic, but serial. But there could be, you know, a lot of downtime in between. Uh, that's just how, here's kind of like a design um, podcast about how I feel Relentless will work. So anyway, I got them guys in there. We made character sheet. We made characters right on there. We made, they made two characters each. And uh, Sean McCoy was kind enough to sit in with us and talk about it. Um, mostly for moral support. I don't really think he did much, but listen to me jabber. And so, Sean, I really appreciate that. Uh, I think you listened to Random Screed, and I really appreciate that and hope that you did have fun. You said afterwards that you thought I was a good GM and really liked uh, the loop of what I have working, and I really appreciate you helping me out and supporting me and letting me use Mothership for that. So I'm not going to say too much about the actual playtest session. I'm going to probably use this anomaly for the first adventure uh, it's called um, Atoll Station which is kind of a weird name in some ways I guess but uh, I liked it when it came out and it fit and I'd like to thank uh, Gus I can't, Gus Picard as I often, or maybe it's Guy Picard actually on Roll20 he does super cool maps and they are he's got quite a few of them and they can mash together to make other cool maps and I don't know how much money I've spent on that guy, but it's probably 100 bucks At 5 bucks a shot, it's worth it, though, because the maps look so awesome. And you add the sweet dynamic lighting, and I think it really enhances the session, especially when we're talking about uh, sci-fi horror. Sci-fi horror, right? And if I can create this claustrophobia, uh, limited eyesight to increase the fear of the unknown, then I can actually get your heartbeat up a little bit and use descriptive prose to create the aesthetic that I want. And maybe, just maybe, you'll feel it a little bit. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be scared. It's not going to be the scared of, like, you are scared for your life or scared for what happens to these characters. But you are scared about the story, or it engages you and creates tension. Uh, Mothership did a good job of fairly simple rules that all fit together nicely to help build tension and uh, create simple rules that work for that. So it uses a stress and a panic um, points or roles that kind of fit together. It's percentile, 
but it also uses advantage. So if you can uh, define a way for advantage to work, then that'll help you, and that's cool. Um, I don't remember what the bonus is, plus four, like a 20% bonus if you can add advantage. So that's huge when you're talking percentile rolls. And there were some near misses. So I think it would be cool to try and steal from Call of Cthulhu 7th edition and add the pressure luck or uh, add your luck rolls, add a luck score or a fate score or some way of uh, adjusting those. And then they'll go down as you go up, as you progress through and maybe they'll be for the whole ship so anyone can use them uh, and then you could have like a game discussion a meta discussion between the characters whether or not yeah we should use it no we shouldn't and so maybe that can kind of add some tension there as well and also the um, press it so like you can get another roll but you increase the stakes and those stakes are discussed ahead of time very similar to Call of Cthulhu but I like the idea of it being more of maybe a domain type of press your luck and uh, a second roll with increased stakes I just like that idea uh, another factor of Relentless that I'm really trying to emphasize is resource management so I didn't get into ammunition which I think we will eventually I think that'll be a big part of it but I don't really necessarily want people to have to just do a lot of marking but if we could make a cool character sheet that allowed it to be more simple I think that's something that I would like to do uh, and your resources would also have to be tracked on the domain side or the gen ship so the player characters are going to have a gen ship character sheet that they're affecting and changing which will then help affect and change roles and um, some of the event random tables that are going to be included for uh, the GM. So I really kind of like the way this whole thing is coming together and I think uh, the playtest was invaluable and I'm going to continue to have them and the more I have them the more I'll open it up to other people that I'm not as comfortable with or strangers that I don't know or people on the discord. So I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to me blather on about this. I thought about just having a huge show of just uh, Colin Green call-ins, but three of them will have to do. So, as always, thanks for listening. It's better to burn out than to fade away.